Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Andy Arnott with Amy Wees. And this is Seller Roundtable number 45. And we have uh, Megan here today to talk about how Amy and Megan and the amazing at home crew does their social media calendar. So I will pass it off to Amy. Enjoy guys. Yes. I'm so excited to have a very important member of our amazing at home team joining me today. Um, my amazing assistant Megan Walker is here and she takes care of so much at amazing at home. And, um, and one of those things that her and, um, and another one of our team members, AJ, take care of is creating social media and creating a social media planning calendar. So welcome to Seller Roundtable, Megan. Thank you. It's the first time y'all see my face, but not the first time I've been on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we love having you here. And I'm sure everyone is going to get a lot of great information about this. Um, I know that social media planning is something that a lot of our followers struggle with, you know, because how do you, you know, whenever I talk to clients about, hey, you know, you got to have a footprint, you everyone wants to drive traffic for e-commerce from off of Amazon and social media is a great way to do that. But how do you actually post things that are just like super salesy all the time and uh, will actually get some likes and get some clicks? Um, so I did a, I did a nugget on this, um, for the days of nuggets recently. Um, but we're going to actually show you step-by-step step today, how to create a social media calendar and how to find content for it. So hopefully you guys find this super helpful. Um, feel free to ask us questions. I will be monitoring the live and, um, and yeah, just, just let us know during, during the live, if you have any questions and, um, listeners also reach out to us afterwards, if you have any questions. So Megan, I'm going to let you take it away and um, share your screen. Sure. Okay. Y'all can see it, right? Everything good? I'm going to yes, meet all of us great. people out of the way. Yes. <laughs> okay. And maybe we, so, you know, really, Megan, tell us, you really kind of fell in love with creating social media and, um, and kind of coming up with this calendar. So tell us a little bit about how you got started with social media and what you love about it. Sure. So as y'all know, Amy has a million and one different businesses that I juggle and she juggles and a lot of other people juggle. And I was just looking for a way to make things easier to be able to sort out the content for which goes through which company. Right. Because, I mean, you could have like a Google Doc and everything can get lost in translation and just, you know, so I wanted to make something easy and accessible and that could, you know, cross through each one of the businesses e easily. And um, so I came up with the content calendar and Airtable. Um, it's a whole lot easier um, to do yourself than you might think it is. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of how I came up with that. Good stuff. So what are we going to cover today? So we're going to cover the how the process that we actually go through to creating a content calendar so I can give you guys the tool to actually do it yourselves. Um, kind of go over the process a little bit. Amy's going to help me walk through the blog portion of it, and then I'll get through the Airtable um, just to kind of show you guys how easy it really is. It's a lot of steps, but one step at a time, you guys can do it too. <laughs> 
Awesome. Let's get after it. So, um, so we kind of talked about what we're going to cover today and let's go ahead and go to the next slide where we're going to talk about why should you create a content calendar? And I know for us, as Megan mentioned, it's really important because in juggling all the businesses, it's not only to separate the content for each business, but really to come up with a posting plan. Because if you plan this, all of your content ahead of time, it can really help you um, manage your team better as well. Because you can then assign all of this content to your team. You can say, okay, you can put it on a schedule and say, we're going to do, you know, this, this week, this, this week, you know, and maybe you're going to plan to just post twice a month or maybe just once a month. But if you go ahead and you kind of plan out your content ahead of time and you put it on a calendar, you'll already have your topics, your bullet points, and all of your images created ahead of time. And you can create them all at once. And then all you have to do at that time is actually write the blog post, publish it, share it to your social media and execute. Um, so that's just a really great, the social media content calendar is a really great way to do that. Uh, Megan, did you have any other uh, things to add to uh, why we should create a content calendar? You basically touched on all the points, you know, just for an additional, you know, know-how, I guess, you know, you can use this also for planning stuff. Like right now we're planning the Inspire Conference and it's, we're able to get all that content everything that we need that is included for the Inspire Conference in the Airtable for the content, for the media, the hashtags, all that good stuff. And it's all in one place and it makes it so easy. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, talking about the alt text, the metadata, the, um, the hashtags, everything that we include, we research that all at once ahead of time. And that way it's just very easy to, to get it out there and focus our efforts. So. Uh, really, really good point. So what makes what we do a little bit different from um, maybe how other organizations do their social media calendars? Well, we actually do a lot of research, not just in like a title or, um, you know, like, what's your favorite color? You know, we actually put in research and um, back up the titles or the blog post titles or you know hashtags or whatever that we actually use in our content um, because a lot of people don't realize you know that stuff is actually extremely important when it comes to getting found in searches you know the seo is extremely important so we actually put in research and um implement try to implement the best practices and we make sure we utilize alt text and find the best hashtags for that particular subject for the service or product that you're trying to provide to the people. And, you know, we, we, we look at not only just posts, but also the small minute things that people may not think about, but are also extremely important. That's really, yeah, it's so good because, you know, as we always say, especially with listing optimization, you know, if you can't be found online, you, uh, people can't buy from you. People can't follow you if they can't find you. So a big part of our search engine optimization research is not only what people are searching for, what exact phrases people are searching for online, but we also search for topics and questions that people have. You can actually, and we're gonna show you guys how to do that today, but we also like to know what kind of questions are people asking about? So if you're selling a, you know, um, 
a water bottle, what kind of questions do people ask about water bottles? You know, what kind of questions are people searching for that you could answer in your how-to articles that you could answer in your blogs? Um, and, you know, that's, that's a really great way to find content that people will actually want to click on and want to know about it, to look and research what people are already searching for. So we're going to show you guys how to do that as well. So that takes us to our next topic is how and where to get topics for your blogs. So the first thing that we have to figure out is what do we want to write about? You know, if you are looking for, um, you know, if you're selling a product in the medical field or you're selling um, a product in, or you're selling a service, right? We're selling listing optimization. We need to find out what are people you know, what do they need to know about? What is the valuable content that we need to know about? This presentation today is based on things that people want to know about when it comes to a social media planning calendar. So we can turn this presentation into a great blog post for people to drive traffic to our website. We can share it on Facebook like we're doing right now. And then we can add in those additional hashtags and such. So really think about you know what is it that you're selling and what kind of keywords and phrases are important and what is your audience want to know more about and what do your customers want to know more about and how can you answer that so one of the tools that we love to use to find out that is called answer the public and megan has just brought that up for on her screen and uh, answer the public is a free tool. You can you can you have to pay after a certain number of searches, but let's yes. So let's you can do a few free searches every day. So let's search for a topic, uh, Megan. What should we search for? Uh, swimming. It's <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, swimming. Let's do that. So maybe we sell a product for swimming, right? We could sell a swimsuit, we could sell um, swim goggles. And what this is doing, and you can see along the top there, it has questions, prepositions, comparisons, alphabeticals, and related. And look at this, you guys. What it does is it crawls the internet and it looks for those questions that people are asking, the things that people wanna know about, the questions that they ask. So first we have things like, why swimming is good for you? Why swimming makes you hungry? Uh, why swimming is bad? Uh, where's, where to swim laps? Um, you know, where can you find swimming trunks? All kinds of different questions. So we have who, how, what, why, when, are, will, can, and where. Any one of these questions, you could, could download this, these charts as a CSV and then import these into your blog and utilize them um, to actually choose really great posts, right? Uh, will swimming get me fit? There you go. We've just given you guys a whole list of possible blog topics and you could combine some of these into one blog post and then you've got all these great phrases. And Megan, if you'll scroll down, we can show the different areas. So there's prepositions as well. So swimming for adults, swimming for runners. Isn't that interesting? That's a little niche right there. Did you know that there's a swimming exercises for runners and people are searching for that? Well, hey, there you go, right? So uh, it's really interesting, swimming for dogs, swimming for kids near me. These are the things that people are searching for. So if you create a blog post or a Facebook post or a picture that's kind of interesting to go along with it, 
people are going to be curious and click on that and want to follow. And the other thing is these kind of topics are very low threat. So if you are wanting to share them in a Facebook group, so for me, for example, um, AJ on our team, she writes our social media blog posts for um, my pet brand. And we'll write really interesting uh, blog posts, like what can it, like for Thanksgiving, we wrote, uh, what can cats eat from the Thanksgiving dinner table? And that's very low threat. So we can share that in these cat Facebook groups and get a big following without an admin going, hey, you're trying to, you know, sell something to my users and you don't have my permission or um, something like that. You're just giving them an awesome, informative thing. And when you drive the traffic to your blog, then halfway down when they scroll up, we can offer them a deal on one of our products. You know, we can say, hey, buy it on Amazon right now, or we can sell it right there on our website. So it's a really great way to organically reach far, but to with in interesting non-selling information that will really help build trust and rapport with your audience, get those clicks, get those likes and get things going. So if you scroll down some more, Megan, we can show them just the different areas. So we have comparisons as well. Um, so some really interesting comparisons that people are searching for, such as swimming and eczema, swimming versus dancing, swimming versus Pilates, really interesting. Uh, and then, you know, we have all the ands or versus, and then a bunch of phrases here. We've got all the alphabeticals. So everything that's the top searches for A's, B's, C, for example, swimming accessories for A, swimming best times for B. Uh, but you guys get the idea. It's giving you all of these great phrases that you can utilize for your blog posts. And what's great is that you can, again, you can download this as a CSV. You can use it in your social media planning tools to come up with topics for your blog posts. So hopefully this is a super helpful tool for you. And also a little nugget of information, the greener the bubble, the more people search for it. Ooh, <laughs> that is really important information. So we want to focus on the really green little dots, like swimming versus running is way more popular than swimming versus running versus cycling. Good deal. Yeah. All right. So how do we craft a title? You guys, just like we craft a, an awesome listing title, we really want to make sure that we put the right search phrases in the title of our blog. We want to know. So we just found out the questions that people are asking on the internet from, um, from our tool here from answer the public, but we also want search volume and we want to know about our phrases. So what we're going to do is we're going to use Uber Suggest, which we had Neil Patel on our podcast, and he introduced us to Uber Suggest. Such a cool tool. It's also free. You can connect it to your website for free and actually track how much a, how well a keyword is doing. How cool is that, you guys? Right. So now we're going to enter a um, let's enter a keyword here. Um, and Megan, are you going to ask why swimming is good for you? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do that because there's a perfect little example in here of how wordplay comes into play when it comes to SEO and how one little word um, can totally throw off search results for you and getting you found as opposed to another one. So this is such a perfect example. So why swimming is good for you gets approximately, you know, 390 searches as opposed to the word how swimming is good for you only gets you 210. Right. So, yeah, people are really searching for why versus how mm -hmm. 
And so it's it's good to, you know, implement these steps and, you know, just taking those extra steps because these are the things that are going to get you organically found in search results ahead of your competitors. Exactly. Just using that exact phrase. And so let's show them what just the word swimming looks like in Uber suggest to give them an idea because you can also get um, content ideas from Uber suggest as well because Uber suggest gives us keyword ideas, content ideas. So we can see from here, swimming suits <laughs> get uh, 450,000 monthly searches. And just like with listing optimization, we want to make sure we use medium to long tail keywords because what do you think our chances of ranking for swimming suits with our blog post is if that is just our, our keyword, our only keyword that we're kind of going for? We really want to look for a medium to long tail such as why is swimming good for you or like maybe something like how to choose the best swimming suits. We can compare those search results as well and see which one gets more volume. Um, so we have some really great ideas here. And if you scroll down where it says content ideas, you can also see articles here. Um, you can see articles of, uh, and how much engagement that they got. So this first one, um, these guys built their own stylish swimming pool with running water, uh, on trendzilla.net that got 8.6 million engagements on Pinterest, on Facebook and hundred on Pinterest. So you can actually click the, the link there. Um, so what that will do is actually search for it on, um, it will actually bring it up on in your internet browser so that you can actually look at this blog post and see. Um, so this really kind of helps you get ideas for content and how you can twist it to your own audience. So you can also study your competitors and see what your competitors are posting. If you have a competitor with really great uh, web footprint, you can look at what articles they're, they're posting and you can get content ideas from that as well. And then you can throw those content ideas into Uber Suggest, get the search volumes on them put them into answer the public, get some more ideas of some other questions that are related that you could, you could answer on your blog post. So hopefully this is super helpful for you guys in understanding um, what you can do here. So, and if we scroll all the way up um, to the overview, it gives us, it tells us swimming, the keyword swimming gets 135,000 searches. Um, and it also kind of gives us a search volume over time. So that just really helps us get an idea of what we should be doing. And then um, on the left side here, we don't really have to analyze any of that, but it has the, the traffic analyzer and stuff. And that what that does is that gives you, uh, if you sign up free for this tool and connect your website, that will give you information about the traffic with, with certain keywords that you're targeting on your website. So that is really cool. Google Analytics is another one that you can install on your website. The Facebook pixel is another really great way to retarget those people who visit your website with Facebook ads, right? So people who tar who visit those blog posts, you can then retarget them with those ads. So uh, that's another topic for another time, but we just wanna empower you guys with the tools uh, of how to create really great content. Hey, Amy, real quick. Um, yeah. If we can go back to the keyword, um, I think it was like why swimming, whatever that one was. If you, can we go back to that real quick? I just want to point something out. Yeah. So why swimming is good for you, right? Is that, was that it? Yep. 
So as we scroll down and see the results, I just want to show something real quick. So as you can see, why swimming is good for you and then why swimming is so good for you, you can see those two. Now that's, even though it only gets 30 volume, if you can fit that into your blog post. So in other words, you know, your main phrase might be why swimming is good for you, but further on down, you know, down the thing, instead of repeating why swimming is good for you, um, you can throw in why swimming is so good for you. It doesn't really change the content a whole lot, but then it gives you another keyword um, to rank for. So, and you can do that across the board whenever you're, you know, doing research on these keywords, um, you know, make sure you can stick in as many of those related phrases as possible without making it sound spammy or going too wide on the topic. And Andy, that is the basis of your listing lightning tool and why it is so powerful because it helps you be so relevant for that main keyword because it throws in those other related phrases along the way. Yeah, that's a huge mistake that Amazon sellers make when it comes to listings um, is that, yeah, they try to go too wide. And, you know, you want to try to to pick a main kind of topic for your listing and then go really strong and really relevant on that topic. Exactly. And so you're going to do the same thing for your blog posts, guys. Whenever you're thinking about copywriting and search engine optimization in general, you want to target those medium to long tail keywords and you want to use as many related medium to long tail keywords as possible in your blog post so that you can really take advantage of that traffic. And the more of those that you use, the more relevant when the web crawlers crawl your web page that you just created for that blog post, they're going to look and see the first thing, why swimming is good for you. And then they're going to go check. It's relevant for that. And then they're going to see why swimming is so good for you. Check. Oh, wow. It's super relevant for this. Oh, okay. Move it up. And that's how you're able to kind of make it to the top of search for um, some of these blog posts uh, is by utilizing more and more of these um, relevant related search phrases. Thank yeah, you, Andy, for, exactly. for bringing that in there. Um, so shall we go to the next topic? So um, title, I just want to make sure that I covered everything on the title. Um, so this is where you really, you want to make sure that um, you're making a, a catchy title, that you're not just, you know, um, using something, something short yet long enough. Um, but you want to make sure you have a catchy title, but that you're also utilizing those phrases and you want to utilize the um, most search medium to long tail keywords in your title, um, exactly as you find them in your research. Anything else, Andy, on the title side of things? Any great tips you want to give them? Um, you don't want to go, uh, you, you don't just like same thing with Amazon listings, a little bit different, I guess, actually, you don't want to go too long. You want to optimize for uh, mobile search. Um, and you want to try to keep the title, um, you know, less spammy, more human. Um, than you would on Amazon. Amazon, you can go a little bit more spammy than you can on Google just because Google is more uh, a mature um, search engine. Yes, and with Google's algorithm, it actually um, will, if you do too much keyword stuffing, it will um, rate your content lower because it looks out for keyword stuffing. So you wanna make it readable and friendly and all of those things um, so that you are, uh, you're not, um, I wanna say, I, I forgot the word that I'm looking for here, but so that you don't basically get in trouble or get lower rated in your, in your rankings because of that. Yeah. They're, they're looking for, you know, what they call black hat, hat tactics, you know, keyword stuffing, um, low quality. Thanks for tuning in to part one of this episode. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. 
sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, SellerSEO.com and AmazingAtHome.com.